We confirm ignition and the thrust is go. Welcome to Moonfire, the podcast where we explore the creative process in different fields. My name is Carlos, and you can find me at mynameiscarlos.com. Today's guest is singer-songwriter Rosario Ortega. Growing up in a family of artists, Rosario had a song on Ethan Hawke's film The Hottest State when she was only 19 years old. Shortly after, her first record, produced by Jesse Harris, was nominated for a Latin Grammy as Best New Artist. Rosario has also been singing backup vocals with Latin American rock legend Charlie Garcia since 2011. With her latest record, Otro Lado, has recently been nominated for a Gardel, a prestigious music award in Argentina, for Best Alternative Pop Album. She spoke to us from a cold Buenos Aires morning. Hi, Rosario. Thank you for being here. Hey, Carlos. You're welcome. How are you? I'm doing well. Are you doing okay? Yeah, yeah, I'm good. I'm here in Buenos Aires. Winter is starting here. Everything's cool. Good. So tell us what you do. I'm a musician. I'm a singer. Uh, I've been singing since I was like, well, since I was a very young kid, uh, but I started singing professionally when I was around 20. And uh, I've been singing ever since. That means that you were uh, creative from an early age. Yeah, I think as children, we're all creative when we're um, kids. And then we kind of start or, or we can, you know, develop uh, that creative self. Uh, I was also surrounded by, by my family who is in the music and show business. Uh, so art played a big role for me from a very young age. My parents had a lot of artists visiting the house constantly. So uh, me and my siblings, we were very stimulated. Speaking of your family, like you did have, um, there are some actors and musicians and even some of them are both. Yeah. Was there a moment where you consider acting or was it always music 100%? I was offered a lot of times to be in the acting business. There were a lot of kid shows here, very big actually kids shows, but my, my mom preferred to let me, you know, just be a regular kid and go to school and have friends. And I never had that like drive to be an actress. Uh, I have a, a sister who is an actress, so I kind of respect that. I don't know. I, 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 I focused in music and I never felt like I wanted to be an actress. So I, I, don't, I don't say I would never act because I have also a, a brother who is a film director. So uh, if I, I would consider it if I think the role is, you know, is, is okay for me. But yeah, I, 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 I didn't have the drive to go in, in that direction. I think it's easy to assume that your father was a big music influence as you were growing up. Yeah, Ramon Palitortea. <laughs> So, yeah, so basically he, I would say he was kind of like a local, well, would you say that he was a, like a local Elvis? How would you define your father? Kind of, yeah. He started when he was like 16 and he started in this very popular show when TV was in black and, black and white and you only had like two channels and he was very, very big in this show called uh, El Club del Clan. He started there, but then he went. Uh, he he started a solo career, and yeah, he was pretty huge. Not only here, but in Latin America. Uh, so and and now he's eighty years old, and he's still 
making music so that is very inspiring it's very cool he he still writes and records and he he's about to release a new record i guess he has like i don't know 50 records it, it it's hard and he was also in a lot of movies so yeah he's he's very known here and we we are very apart in you know he's from a completely different generation so it's hard to i mean we 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 can share like the old music like beatles elvis and all these classics but yeah we are apart in in generations but he's still an inspiration for me in terms of you know pursuing what you want and he, he went from nothing to you know he 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 built this entire music career so so that's that's really great yeah it's uh, it's amazing it's it's admirable for sure now you also had your brother emmanuel who when he was i guess a teenager right he was also you know doing music he still is making music yeah he was like the like aladdin justin bieber here yeah he was huge how was that like when because you were a kid right and you will see him and like your brother you know all of a sudden becomes yeah i was like six or seven and that was actually the first time i recorded because i i discovered i could sing when i was like six five or six uh i i reached these really high notes so my father started recording me in cassettes and then when my brother he was like 16 when he was very known here in Argentina. So so I, I, I recorded backup vocals for him. And, and that's how I started, actually, like recording for my family. So young. That's Yeah. And when you're a kid, you can reach these high notes. Even I, I couldn't do that. I, I, if, even if I wanted, I, I could not do that, uh, reach those notes. So it's funny now to listen to myself at that time because I was playing but I was actually working. Now you're both older and uh, you're both musicians. Like, do you guys share notes, like musical notes? Do you show each other what you're working on? And how is that relationship, like music-wise? Sometimes we share. But since I have a lot of brothers and I have a sister in, in show business, I figured that if you start showing everyone what you're doing, you can go crazy, you know? So I show the, the stuff I'm... I'm doing to a very few people. Uh, I don't share a lot the creative process. I, I only share it with the people I am actually working at the time. And then when things are released, that's when my family listen to them. I, I used to share everything and it was not a really good idea. So I, I stopped doing that. <laughs> Tell me about the first time then that you felt like this is what I like to do. And is this when you were just saying, when you were a kid and you sang backup vocals for your brother? Is this the moment that you decided, yeah. I'm going to be a singer? When you're a kid, you actually you change your profession each day, uh, you know? So I guess I took it more seriously when I was around 18 or 19 and I started uh, writing my own songs. That's when I said, like, when I figured I want to do this. Before that, it was more like a hobby. Uh, I thought I would do something more serious and sing and, and also sing you know but then when i started writing my songs I, I i figured this is what i want to do so then i started playing in bands and making my own songs and it all started i think this happens to all of us but was there an experience that didn't go as planned meaning i don't know maybe you were recording a record and it just wasn't feeling yeah. right 
And how did you overcome that? Yeah, I, I recorded a whole record or maybe I had like 80% of the of a record finished and I was not happy with the result. So I just, I didn't put that record out and that was kind of frustrating, but it also, I don't know, helped me be more patient with myself and kind and, you know, now I know I, I didn't put that record out for a reason and I'm okay with it. I'm happy. Yeah, it can happen. And, and you waste a lot of money and you waste a lot of time and people's time as well. But it's really personal. I don't know. That's what happened to me. And, and, and that moment led to another moment. So if things don't go away a certain way, it means, I don't know, they can change direction and, and you can end up, you know, in another place, maybe even a better place. I think that's good though. That's like, I think that shows like integrity, you know, when it comes to art, like even though, yes, it's a lot of work to record, you know, a whole record and it's a lot of people involved, but then if you're not just feeling it, or if you don't feel like it's right, you, sh you know, you, you have to be true to yourself and say, I I'm not putting this out and that's it. So I think that's good. Yeah. It's, it's easier just to say whatever I'm releasing it. And, you know, sometimes when, when time passes, you, you're like, you don't, you don't like what you did in the past. You're not happy. Sometimes you're not happy with what you did in, in the past, but, but if you're not happy at the moment, you know, and if you're not happy when you're, when you're about to release something, then I think you shouldn't do that. It happens, you know, that, uh, you listen to old stuff and you're and you're like, well, I wouldn't do this now. But I think the important thing is to be okay and happy and feel feel comfortable with what you're about to release, what you're doing in in the present. Yeah. How do you deal when uh, you're creatively stuck? Uh, when I'm creatively stuck, I tend to do other stuff. Like uh, I'm I'm not like a workaholic. Like I need to be working. 24/7 because I have a lot of interests. I do pottery. I love watching movies and TV series and hanging out with friends. So I just try to relax and do other stuff and then go back to what I was doing. And also I think you have to like try to have a discipline and I'm trying to write every every day even if I don't feel like doing it, but I think that when you're stuck and you right either way then you can go back to what you wrote and there's always something you can you can always go back and take something of what you were working you know so i think it's you have to have a some kind of discipline even when you're stuck but not get frustrated and i just you know let it flow and and then i get back to it your latest record otro lado is nominated for a Gardel Music Award, which is a highly regarded music award in Argentina. It's a record where you collaborated with a variety of producers. Yeah. How was that experience? This record, Otro Lado, is very different from the previous one, which is Bien Sombra, because Bien Sombra, it was actually produced by uh, Jesse Harris. He's a composer and producer from New York. And he was like the... The, the only producer of the, the record that I, he came here 
for two weeks and we produced and finished the writing of the record and you know very few people worked for that record and I think this record is this new record is different because uh, I work with a lot of people in producing and writing playing yeah it was like a very long process which finished last year in quarantine I I finished writing three songs and it, I had that record for you know it was not finished I had trouble in finishing the record for for a lot of time. So so last year I said, well, this has to be the the year that this record comes out. It was very nice to 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 do that in in quarantine because it had it had me focus in something creative. I could work with people remotely that were in other cities. It was a very interesting experience. We did actually three songs that way. I had never experienced that. So it's on Spotify right now and all platforms. And now I'm just working in some new stuff. But also I'm I'm working on a streaming and like versions of that of that record. It's gonna come out in a month. So it was a great experience to work on on that and and also a really different experience. Yeah, I can imagine. And you know, it's interesting because also like during the pandemic, and I feel like I mean at least I had these plans, and maybe during the first two months I was like very I was working on a lot of stuff and then it kind of started getting a little harder to get motivated yeah I put the pressure on me also you know like my deadline was November 2020 because you need like a month to for for the record to to be on digital platforms and everything so it was really a challenge for me and I think I work well in, in in those circumstances where where I tell myself well you have this period of time to finish something so I challenge myself and that really helped but the first months of uh, quarantine I was very stuck also because I thought well this is gonna last for a month you know so I'm gonna take this month for um and just watch movies and do pottery and whatever and then when I realized this this was gonna last a long, a really long time, I said, okay, so I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna finish this record, and I could do it, you know? So it was really a relief, and I felt really happy. Oh, that's good. Yeah, deadlines are good sometimes. Yeah. Especially if they're self-imposed. I really need deadlines, you know? Uh, when when I was a kid in school, I, I couldn't focus. Uh, I guess I was really distracted, maybe ADD. So then when when I had to f- get all the things done that I didn't do before, that pressure like had an effect on me and I, 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 I did it. I did it. So somehow it works for me. Whatever works. So, yeah. It's not the best because you, you, you get kind of stressed later, but it works. Is there something you haven't done yet that you would like to do? Yeah, I've been thinking of starting a record label of my own, focused on new musicians, mostly female, because there are a lot of men in those positions of power. And I had to deal with a lot of, you know, men in power. So I think it would be cool to, to, to be in that position and help a lot of new female artists and... Yeah, I, I, I would love to do that. I would love to do that. It, That's it, exciting. Yeah, it is exciting. And there's a lot of uh, new music. And I think we as females 
have a lot a lot to conquer and there are a lot of talented young women out there hearing that in America so so I think it would be cool for me to start a record label and start helping uh, young musicians so I would like to help female artists and minorities as well we are and that would be great for me to do so in a near future I would like to do that and also travel a lot uh, maybe live in in another city I live in the United States but uh, mostly in Florida and Miami because I was born there actually and and I came back we my family came back to Argentina when I was around five but I never lived in a city that I chose you know for more than a month and I had plans on traveling before this pandemic thing started so that's another thing I, I would like to do. Speaking of international cities what is Buenos Aires to you? Buenos Aires it's it's a lot of things I, I I've been here almost my whole life and I feel very like romantically attached to this city to the people uh even though I don't I don't like a lot of things of the society um and how things are handled like we really think we really suck at times but I love living here I love the food the people and you get a uh like a nostalgic feeling here you know and and I think that's what people like when they come visit and 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 they miss when when they when they go back to their countries uh there's a very romantic feel here people are, are very loving i guess my you know my friends and the food and culture there's a lot of music happening here and theater and yeah the secret codes so it, it it's a wonderful city to live in it's very fun you, you have a a lot of things happening here and also you can travel like to a lot of great places we have a lot of really really beautiful places that i've not discovered yet all of them i, I love pretty much everything of living here not not in terms of you know society and politics uh but but it's a very cool city, you know. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. Okay, so last question. Uh, what have you learned? As I was saying before, I've learned to be kind to myself and patient and not to judge myself, maybe for things I've done in the past or I didn't do. Because even though, if, if I could go back, I think I would still have done the same things the same way because... You're a different person each day, so just to be kind with my past, you know, with my me in the past, and try to accept my th my myself and not criticize myself for for a lot of things, and to see the, the the good in me and how valuable I am in a lot of ways, and not try to find like acceptance outside in, in other people and and I'm still I'm still trying to figure out how to do that it's not that I've learned how to do it but I'm learning each day thank you for doing this thank you I had a great time I hope I can go visit you very soon fingers crossed it, it's gonna happen that was Rosario Ortega and you can find her links on the episode notes this is Carlos and you can find me at my name is carlos.com thank you for listening
Now, let's get back to work. Nose gear touchdown. Welcome home. 